Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we are going to discuss contingencies in business and life, what they are and how to implement them. First, I'd like to briefly relay a situation which I encountered last week. In the scheme of things, it was inconsequential, but it does serve to illustrate the point. I had strategically scheduled two unrelated meetings which were to be held in the same office building on the same day at conveniently sequential times. As I was leaving my office for the first meeting, I received a phone call. No sooner had I finished that call when I received a second call. Both calls were for the same purpose. On that day, there happened to be a building-wide power outage and all of the offices were canceling all appointments which had been scheduled for that day. Now, you can imagine, before receiving those calls, I had been feeling pretty good about my scheduling acumen, but there was no way that I could have possibly and realistically foreseen that a large-scale power outage occurring in clear weather could have preempted all of my carefully crafted plans. Frankly, I had no backup plan for that situation and didn't really need one. It was just a matter of laughing it off and starting over. However, that is a very simplistic example of glitches which occur in business and life which require that you give some advanced thought to developing a contingency plan. Essentially, a contingency plan is the more formal term for a plan B. It is a roadmap for what to do if and when your plans fall apart. It can help you salvage the remainder of your plan so that you don't lose everything, whether it be time, money, or effort. Certainly many people do not believe in the power of contingency plans, particularly today, when recently there have been numerous challenges worldwide which have rendered all sorts of plans absolutely useless. But I would point out that after having experienced the diversity of situations over the past two years, which no one likely chose, it might offer some comfort to put a contingency plan in place and know that you have something well thought out to fall back on. So let's consider the framework for developing such a plan. To create a contingency plan, particularly in business, it is essential that significant planning and communication occur upfront. It is necessary to review every process, every program, and every project which is a part of operations and every team member must be involved to share their perspective. 
The central question which must be asked and answered throughout the organization is what if? When going through this exercise, consider every natural disaster, technical disaster, personnel disruption, and any other combination of events. Recognize that if you can imagine an event occurring once, it can happen a second time if no contingency plan is in place. Once you have considered all possibilities, you need to estimate the risks of occurrence and the types of probable damage which could result. It is the level of risk and the severity of the outcome which will impact most significantly on the nature of the corrective measures to be determined. Having given serious thought to the variety and impact of the risks, you can then develop solutions which will not only mitigate the damages, but also will hopefully prevent a repeat occurrence. As you develop your contingency plan, it is also important to factor in the costs and availability of all resources which are being earmarked for use in corrective measures. The plans which are prepared then need to be written down and tested for feasibility. Keep in mind that contingency plans are living documents. That is, they are not to be drafted once and then put in a drawer and forever forgotten. Instead, they are to be periodically reevaluated and reconfigured as the needs and the priorities evolve. During this intermittent review, it is again important to brainstorm a multitude of scenarios regardless of how remote their possibility of occurrence. And depending on the nature of the plan, it may also be necessary to schedule training sessions to review the process in the event of a need for implementation. The bottom line when formulating a contingency plan is that it must ensure the continuing operation of your business, regardless of the nature of the disaster which occurs. So you need to focus on the possibilities of what could happen, how you can best respond to any eventuality, and what preparatory steps you can take to ease the transition. As with any business decision, a contingency plan can only succeed if it is communicated. That communication must occur when first evaluating the potential needs and risks and then further along as the plan is developed and implemented. I would just point out that developing a contingency plan is not fun. It is not optimistic in its perspective because it is dependent on some form of disaster first occurring. 
It is a slow, laborious, and ongoing process. And the only time that you can see a productive upside to the effort expended is after a disaster of some type first occurs. Then you become thankful that a well thought out and executed contingency plan is in place. However, I would suggest that you regard a contingency plan as a type of insurance. While you do not want to expend resources on it, and you hope that you never need it, if an emergency happens to occur, you will likely be relieved that such a process was put in place. Most discussions of contingency plans concentrate on their importance to the survival of business operations in the event of a disaster. But the concept of utilizing a contingency plan has a broader application. Think about how a contingency plan could be helpful as you decide your personal path or go about your daily activities. There are two examples in particular which could benefit from having a contingency plan. The first is the college application process. Of course, a parallel approach applies to a job application. You have your first choice, maybe even a second choice, but what happens if the admissions or hiring committees decide against you? You can't just crawl in bed and hide under the covers. Instead, you need to have in place the proverbial plan B or contingency plan. Perhaps also apply to a somewhat less competitive college or work environment. Start there and then plan to transfer out a bit later. At least you have an alternative which can keep you on track for your education or work record. Another situation crosses over from personal to business and applies to every person who uses a computer. Probably each of us has had at least one experience in which we have lost something which we wrote, thinking that it was safely stored in our computer. Instead, for some unknown reason, our brilliant prose was lost forever. How many times have you heard the mantra to back up the items on your hard drive? That is a classic contingency plan. That backup is your plan B to enable you to continue your writing without skipping a beat, even after the hard drive is destroyed. As with every situation in life, the level of contingency plan preparation is a matter of judgment which varies with the significance of the event and the amount of risk which you may choose to absorb. As an example, imagine living in California on a fault line in a known earthquake zone. Formulating contingency plans for the possibility of an earthquake are a matter of public policy. Such plans are also a part of basic household preparation 
to ensure the safety of its residents and to limit the possibility of destruction of cherished possessions. It may be wise to give some thought to the application of contingency plans in a flexible manner as part of your big plan decision-making strategy. Having such plans in place will enhance your level of confidence as you move through life's daily uncertainties. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?